You're listening to the Her Business Beat podcast, where real women share how purpose drives profits and how life harmony can exist with your hustle. I'm Geneva Marasma, the founder of Hearts and Heels, a networking group for women where we work together for flourishing businesses and come together through enriching education and joyful relationships. Whether you're a part-time business owner or a fast-scaling entrepreneur who is also a conscientious leader, you can create soul-led success by fueling your greatest ambitions with pure heart. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of cab, pop in your AirPods, and get ready to check your purpose pulse to create work that matters and the success you desire. On today's episode of Her Business Beat, I'm going to speak with Lori Pertanio, who owns Professional Pets Florida, and we're going to talk about transforming a not-so-professional existing field into a profitable, trusted business. So Lori, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into the nitty-gritty of everything, I want to just uh, mention that you are 27, and you were like, well, more mature than your years. Thank but. You. <laughs> But what's really amazing, and we want to appeal to women of all ages and audiences, is that you started your business at 23, back in 2019. And I was sharing with you before we started recording that I feel like a lot of young women, when they think about starting a business, they want to get into something that's very post-worthy and Instagram-worthy. And you certainly do a great job on all that stuff. But the job itself is not so glamorous. Right. And... You know, so we were talking about just that there are so many fields that are profitable that aren't necessarily the fields that young people or even other people that are thinking about owning a business would consider. But so I wanted to share this conversation with you today on just how you got started and how you took what was already existing in home pet care has been around forever and ever. Mm -hmm. It's nothing new. But I think that there's a lot of not new businesses and it's just how you transformed that industry into something that was more elevated for your clients. That's kind of built your brand here in the Tampa Bay area. So as we get started here, share with me, I guess, your background before you started your company and then what led you to start your company. Okay. So I started back in the early 2000s as a veterinary receptionist. So I kind of climbed the ladder as most of us in veterinary medicine do from receptionist to assistant. Then I found exotics and fell in love with them and then kind of made the pivot to um, specialty medicine. When I moved to Florida, there was no exotics only practices. So I moved to dog and cat medicine then I had the realization that most of us in vet med have is that either you have to be the doctor or do something completely different because you can't survive on a vet tech salary forever. So I decided to do something different. I went into animal welfare and I worked as an animal control officer for a couple of years. And then I kind of had the aha moment and switched to running my business full time. So what when you left the animal control what did you, I guess, where did you see the gap in the pet care industry that you thought, this is where I can fill a need that's not already being filled in an industry that's not so, I don't know, we've used the word glamorous, but it's not, it's an existing field that is, has profit potential, but is already being done by other people. How did you find like your space? 
So I initially saw everything's built on a need. So I had seen that for my own special needs animals and my one dog is, is super dog aggressive. She doesn't like, you know, she doesn't play well with others. And then my other one had just had a major orthopedic surgery. So she had plates in her leg and screws and she was on very strict exercise restrictions. So I knew that I needed somebody to help me with the dogs, but I couldn't find anybody even remotely qualified to care for them. All of the people that I was seeing online, everybody was kind of like a hobbyist and, you know, the the field has been around forever, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't find anybody that I was comfortable with leaving my two prized possessions. I don't have any human children. So (laughs) this, these are my children. And I began thinking, you know, if I can't leave my two special needs dogs, you know, what about the other people that have exotics, that have, you know, diabetic animals, they have physically disabled animals, um, you know, more that need that one-on-one constant care, what do they do? Mm-hmm. And there was no answer. There was nothing on Google. There was nothing in my area. All of the technicians that I had worked with, you know, they were working their tech shifts, so they didn't have time to pet sit my own animals. You know, they were looking for care for their own pets because Mm -hmm. we were all running home on our lunch breaks and trying to care for them. So we kind of started as a a need for my own animals. And I wanted to build a a kind of program of reliability that I could have for my own solution that I needed for me. Makes sense. So Right. Not every dog or cat is boardable and can be boardable. Yeah. Made up a new term here today. Right. But so you found that there was this need in your market to to provide some specialized care for for pets that that needed to be kept in home. Right. And or whose pet parents preferred that they were taken care of in the comfort of their own home. So in your industry you mentioned like vet techs, hard to live on that kind of salary. Mm-hmm. How did you solve the problem in your own industry of being able to, first of all, I know you hire very qualified people. I'll let you speak to that. How did you solve the problem of building value and being able to charge enough to be profitable and pay the people that you're hiring what is higher than in the industry? So as I said before, you know, we we kind of all fall into this aha moment of not being able to work as a technician forever. And if I didn't want to work as a technician forever, I knew that my coworkers, other techs everywhere, they they also must have felt the same way. And I knew that I didn't want to be working in emergency medicine and working overnight or working in general practice and dealing with our special clients. Um human clients all the time. So I kind of took this idea of providing specialized care for these animals and turned it into a business, but built all of my branding and all of my marketing on taking care of these specific animals. Of course, we'll take care of happy, healthy, young, wonderful animals. um, But providing this higher level of service has really been able to differentiate us apart from everybody else that just, you know, is a pet sitter or a dog walker. So just to be clear with our audience, when you hire, what makes your hires different than other companies who are hiring pet sitters, dog walkers? So all of our staff are veterinary professionals. So they have some kind of current or former veterinary professional background. So either they're 
veterinary assistants, veterinary technicians, former animal control like myself, uh, students, vet med school students that, you know, they're going to be doctors. So all of these people have real life experience with special cases of animals. Mm -hmm. So they're more qualified to be able to take care of a normal pet or, you know, one that needs a little extra attention. So you you were able to find a very niche market. Like you said, you're happy to take care of happy, healthy pets. Right. <laughs> her her team, her pack, right. who refers yes. to them as the pack, have taken care of my kitty who's sitting here in the, <laughs> I want to say in the studio. It's in the office. We're in my office last craft room, everything mm-hmm. else room. But she, they do a great job with, with regular happy, healthy animals. But you did build your brand around this niche market of of pets that needed extra special care. So by bringing in these highly qualified caregivers, you've been able to charge more. People are happy to pay for mm-hmm. something that solves a problem. Like you right. said, it meets their need. And in turn, then you're able to pay your pack, your team members, higher pay than they would get if they were just going to work as a pet sitter, dog mm-hmm. walker with another company, which I think is is genius, you know, that you were able to find something that was in need and also people will pay more for. And so we were talking before recording about other businesses that have done this and you brought up the Misfits market, which I'm aware of, but explain that to the audience about that company and what they've done, how they took something really not glamorous and transformed it into something very profitable. So this company, Misfits Market, they're a monthly uh, subscription box for produce and they're to talk plainly, their entire business is selling people ugly food. So it's <laughs> it's food that um, is of the same quality as regular market food. It's just not pretty. It's, you know, orphaned it's produce. Orphaned produce. Yeah. It's the ones that people never pick up at the store because the pepper is shaped, you know, some kind of odd way, but they've built an entire business on selling this produce to people that don't really care about having a misshaped pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that that was, it's genius. It really is. Taking something that's not so glamorous, like, you know, misshaped bananas or dog poop and making a, a complete business out of it and making a profitable business mm-hmm. out of that. Absolutely. And I think that, like you've mentioned a couple times, it's just finding a new way to solve an old problem. Mm -hmm. So, right, all this produce, my guess would be, and I don't know much about the core value system of Misfits Market, so I don't want to misspeak to that, but I would guess these are people that are passionate about produce and passionate about food and feeding, providing healthy eating options, but they found another way to sell that that's not just like, you know, going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of bananas (laughs) at a cabbage. Maybe they're passionate about orphaned cabbages, you know? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So we were talking about there, there are, there are so many business opportunities in businesses such as senior care, like yourself in pet care. We have a good friend, Melissa with Florida Good Life. We'll give a shout out to, and she is passionate about plants and growing things and sustainability in the earth. And she has built this whole business around creating gardens for people that mm-hmm. um, can feed them and their families and that people are aware of what they're eating. And so it's, it's, there's nothing new under the sun. It's just finding new ways of, of putting it out there to people. And so I think it's really awesome what you're doing and hopefully it'll inspire someone to think about, number one, if they are thinking about a business opportunity 
is to think about maybe what they have a passion for. Obviously, you have a passion for animals. Mm-hmm. And then where you see a problem, which which is what you did. Mm-hmm. And then two is to maybe if they're, they do have an existing business and it's not so profitable, is that they can think about how to niche deeper into what they do so that they can charge more money and create a better, a bigger value in their brand. Um, something else that I want to touch on because it's really special and I think it's important to bring up, speaking of passions, is you have a huge heart for animals that are being held in the rescues waiting to be adopted. So right. um, you have started a movement here locally in the Tampa area that is Pizza for Pets. And can you tell us a little bit about that program so we can get the word out and maybe get you some more partners? Absolutely. So Pizza for Pets is a local initiative that started because I wanted to get my heart back into rescue work, um, back into animal welfare. And I have seen through my own business, the power of marketing, whether print or online, and the power of networking and connection. And I had thought that if some of these long-term stay at-risk, kennel-stressed animals at our local shelter got the exposure that they needed. They might be adopted by more people if they were just seen more. So we decided to work with the local shelter as well as uh, eight local pizza places and two vegan restaurants. And we're putting flyers of adoptable dogs on pizza boxes and takeout bags, cats as well. And just putting their information that they've been at the shelter for a hundred plus days and they can bring the flyer to their, to the local shelter and get a free adoption and hopefully get some of these local animals that might be overlooked, uh, the exposure that they need. So we've had 10 successful adoptions oh, that's so awesome. far. Yay. Yeah. So, you know, otherwise would have been overlooked or, but yeah, it's, it's continually growing every day and, um, they're really good animals. They just need a little time in the spotlight. Yeah. That's awesome. So you are looking for other partners. And so if somebody wants to partner with you on this, what should they do to get in touch with you? They should definitely go to our Facebook page. It's uh, on Facebook. It's Pizza for Pets. And you can send me a message or an email if you have a local business that um, wants to feature some of our pizza pets. We also have Plants for Pets, which is our vegan version of the pizza pets. Um, But there's no cost. There's no money exchange. It's just we bring you the flyers and all you got to do is be willing to slap it on your pizza box or on your take out bag and hopefully help some pets and get your business some exposure at the same time. I think it's awesome. It's awesome what you're doing. And I think that we can all find ways to better serve our community. I know that's something you and I are both passionate about is using what we've been given, our talents, our gifts, our our drives, and just making a difference locally. And so that's such an easy way, like you said, is to put these pictures out. And I know you told me that you keep them on rotation. So you've got so many in rotation and then you put others out there and so that all these animals have a chance to be seen Mm -hmm. and um and somebody will fall in love with them so as far as your your own business here in the tampa bay area if someone wants to learn more about having you come in and take care of their pet and they have that special needs senior animal that needs some extra tlc and home how should they reach out to you 
Best way is to get us online at our website, which is www.professionalpets.net. We have a contact form on there. All of our services, all of our info about myself and the pack are on there as well. And you can reach out and we would love to take care of your senior special needs, medically needy, disabled. There hasn't been any animals that we haven't been able to care for or that have been too difficult for us to take care of. And yeah, we'd love to help. Excellent. So just some parting thoughts. If someone has a, I don't know, a passion, a drive for something, how would you encourage them to maybe take that and create a profitable business from it, even if it's not the thing that seems like the most obvious or the most uh, insta-worthy job? I think that if you can recognize a need and you have a passion for it at the same time, those are the only two things that you need. You just need a passion and there needs to be a need for it out there. So even if it's an existing field, even if there's an existing business out there, you can still add value to the field by differentiating yourself um, from your competition. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are no new ideas, really. There's just new ways of doing things. And so I really appreciate your insight today and your inspiration to look at our businesses, look at our ideas in a way to think about how can we solve a a problem in a different and new way. So thanks for being on uh, the show today. And I am excited about hopefully getting some more partners for you so that we can get some more animals adopted out in the Tampa Bay area. Thanks so much, Lori. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Her Business Beat. I hope you found some sunshine for your business journey or heard something that made your purpose pulse beat faster. Please hit subscribe, write us a review, and share this episode with a friend. Tune back in for new episodes soon.